In regards to the story of Matan Teira, the Gemara tells us, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up into heaven to receive the Teira, the angels said to Hashem, the master of the world, what is this human being doing amongst us? So he said to them, he came to receive the Teira. Amr Lofano says, they said to Hashem, this hidden treasure that you have it hidden here from so many years back, you want to give it to a, a human being? What is a human being that you should even bring him up? Why should you even mention him? What value does a human being have? You should leave this glorious thing up here in heaven. So Hashem said to Moshe, You respond to them. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, Master of the world, This Torah which you are giving to us, what does it say there? I am God, your God, that took you out of Mitzrayim. He said to them, Le Mitzrayim Yeradatem. Did you, the angels, go down with you in Egypt? Were you enslaved to Parai? Why should the Torah be given to you? What else does it say in the Torah? In the Aseris Adibris, There shall be no other gods before me, before Hashem. Do you live amongst the nations that worship idols, that you have to be told not to? And in a similar way, Moshe Rabbeinu answered the Malachim in regards to each one of the Ten Commandments. Do you work that you have to be told that you shouldn't steal? Is there business amongst you? Or do you work all week so they have to be told to rest on Shabbos? Do you do business so you have to be told not to steal? Uh, do you have parents that you have to respect is there jealousy amongst you that you have to be told do not covet your neighbor's things do you have a Yetzirah that you have to be warned against it so the angels admitted that yes it is correct that it should go down to the Jewish people in this world so in regards to this encounter, it says in the Svarim, as you say that that the basis of their the angels' uh, position, at least in the context of halacha, was from the malachim to Why should Hashem leave the Torah up in heaven? Is does dinu the bar metzra? It was based on the law of what's called bar metzra. Bar metzra means the uh, the person on your boundary. Meaning to say, the din is, the law is, as if somebody sells a field to someone else, so the neighboring field, the person that has the field next to that field, he has the right, he has the right to reclaim that field from the purchaser. The purchaser is somebody that comes from somewhere else. He has a neighboring field. And he wants to buy that field. So he has a right to a first refusal that he can 
um, cl- lay claim to that field. Of course, he has to pay for it, but because he's a neighbor, he gets first rights. Because it's, of course, favorable for the neighbor to have a neighboring field right next to his. So, to have his two fields alongside each other. And the Torah has a rule. You shall do what is just and right in the eyes of Hashem. So, therefore, it's, it's, on, it's only the right thing to do to sell it first to the neighbor. That's the law of Bar Metzrah. And this is what the Malachim were saying. Since the Torah is, is in heaven, the angels live in heaven. So therefore, they are the neighbors of the Torah. So the Torah, they should receive it before sending it somewhere else. That's why they said, leave this glorious thing up here in heaven. When the meat is moving, the and this uh, now we can understand how did the Malachim think it's already it's already inscribed into Torah. Tzavos Bnei Yisrael command the Jewish people, so we're already in the Torah. It's already built in that it's going to the Jewish people. So what are they coming now for at this late state? Now they're coming. No, no, no. We want it. The reason is because the Bar Metzra has a right to take it away from the person that bought it. So it already says in the Torah, Tzavos Bnei Yisrael, Dabrel Bnei Yisrael and the answer is, well, the din by Bar Metzra is, the law for, of Bar Metzra is, as oich noch de mechira, the even after it's been sold to somebody else, is memesalig den lekeach von msada, you can remove the purchaser from the field that he bought, or megitas up to Bar Metzra, and it's given to the neighbor rather than to the interloper, so to speak. So therefore the Malachim also said, yes, we know that it says the, the, in the Torah that it should go to the Eden. But we're the Bametzra, so remove them and put us in. When Alts Opschlag of so as a response to their position of Bametzra, which is a halachic principle, well, how do you respond to that? Gefintmen in Mepharshim, we find in the commentaries, Kameturutzim, a number of answers to why this does not go into the uh, halacha of Bametzra. Umehem, amongst them is the following. Number one, the din from Bar Metzra is Shaykh nor by Karka, nish by Metaltalin. The law of Bar Metzra only applies to real estate. It doesn't apply to something that can be moved from one place to the other because you, the, the purchaser can move it to where he goes. And the, and the Bar Metzra, the neighbor who claims the, this thing, go buy one from somewhere else and bring it to your house. And since Torah is not real estate, so therefore it doesn't apply, the laws of Bar don't apply. Number two, Dinah de is nor by Mechira. The laws of Bar only apply to a sale, if you're selling it. Nish by Matona, but if somebody gives a gift to somebody else, he doesn't, nobody, the neighbor doesn't have a right to say, give me the gift. He doesn't want to give you a gift. When the Torah is given, since the Torah was given, as a gift to the Jewish people, therefore it doesn't apply. Another answer is, Eden is a craven Baruch The Eden are the relatives to Hashem. Commission in Nehemiah, as it says in the passage, Mi Goy Godel Asher Loyal Akim Craven Melov. 
who is the uh, great nation like the Jewish people that Hashem is close to them, meaning related to them. And even more than simply related. The, the Jewish people are called the sons of Hashem, the children of Hashem. And by Kravim and by relatives, and Allah has come and certainly by the person's own children. The laws of Ramezra don't apply. Somebody wants to give his field to a son or to a relative, he can give it even though the neighbor wants to have claim to the field. A fourth answer is given. If Moshe Rabbeinu state, in regards to Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, as it is given, Isha Lekim, that he was a godly man. Sokta Medish. So the, uh, the Medish says, what does that mean? He was a human being. The Medish says, Mechetzi Ish. Half from the midpoint downwards, he was human. Mechetzi From the midpoint upwards, he was godly. So therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu also was a bar metzre. He is also godly. And therefore, he's, he has just as uh, uh, the same right of bar metzre as the angels do. A fifth answer is given. The Pasuk says that the people stood over Moshe day and night, from the morning till at night, they were asking him questions and so on. So Chazal, so our sages tell us, as Moshe Rabbeinu is given a don din that Moshe Rabbeinu judged and gave rulings that were absolute truth. And when someone that a judge or a dayan that is done that gives that kind of rulings which are absolutely correct and true, becomes a a partner with Hashem b'maisabereshes in the creation. That's what it says. On the din is as is a and the halacha is that if the buyer, the purchaser, is a partner with the seller, the laws of bar metzra don't apply either. The neighbor can't come and say, "Don't sell it to your partner; sell it to me." For a partner, he can sell it to his partner, and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu was a partner with Hashem. And therefore, he gets to, you know, the angels can't say, you have to give it to us. So those are five answers that are given about how to push back to the angels on the matter of Bar Metzrah. But it would seem that you can ask the question, on these last two answers, when Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah, it wasn't for himself personally. He was receiving it on behalf of the Jewish people as a whole. So the second two answers talk about Moshe Rabbeinu and why he should be able to uh, fend off the answer of Bar Metzre. But the rest of the Jewish people aren't godly and also are not partners with Hashem. And therefore, how does that answer it for the rest of the Jewish people? However, there are there are commentators that say in response to this question, as Ali Eden Zainabne Metz that every yid is a a neighbor to Tayra, so to speak, because the Nishama of a Yid is carved from the from under the throne of Hashem. And therefore there every yid is heavenly, the Nishama is heavenly, comes from Hashem directly, so to speak, and therefore Everybody is a, every yid is heavenly, godly, and therefore is a neighbor to Torah as well. Beis. 
Another answer: B'shas Matan Torah is an Ali Eden given shut from Lakadosh Baruch Hu. At Matan Torah, every Yid was a partner of Hashem. Bibald Eden Amishin Gehad the mitzvah from Shabbos and Mara because the Yidden had already been given the mitzvah of Shabbos earlier when they were camped in Mara, far Matan Torah, which was before Matan Torah. Amar Azal and our sages tell us: Kolam Espaul be'erev Shabbos va'ima va'chulu. Every Yid that davens on Friday night. And he says, He says what we say in Kiddush. It's as if he becomes a partner with Hashem in creation, and therefore the Yidin had already been keeping Shabbos since Mara, and therefore they were already partners with Hashem too. So it's not only Moshe that's a partner, every Yid is a partner. So it answers those two things, why it applies to the Yidin as well, not just to Moshe Rabbeinu. Gimel Aber. However, Tzarechiyon in the Aleg Gebrachta Turutz, and we really have to understand about every one of these answers that are given. Because a very fundamental thing is missing from this discussion. None of these answers is mentioned when Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Malachim and he answered, he was debating with the Malachim, he didn't bring up any of these answers. None of them is mentioned. In fact, to the contrary, in the last three answers, it seems to contradict what Moshe Rabbeinu was, the point that Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to make to the Malachim. In the Tirutzim Vet Ariz Untigestrachim, the Azay Meisho Yeder Eid is Karev Lakadosh Baruch Hu. And those three answers, it emphasizes how Meisho Rabbeinu, and also in the way the uh, commentators explain it, every Yid actually is close to Hashem, is Shaykh Tzashemayim, is heavenly, and is a Shutav Lakadosh Baruch Hu, and is a partner with Hashem. The Gemara of a Brinkter is the Fakerte. The Gemara is trying to bring out the answers that the Gemara gives that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to the angels seem to be making the opposite point. As the Torah is that the Torah is given, sent downwards to the people that are found not in heaven, but on earth. They went to Mitzrayim. As Gashmi is from the Lakeach, it brings out the fact that the purchaser, meaning the Yidin in this case, are involved with physical activity. Not only physical activity, but even in negative activity, they are driven by jealousy. The Yitzhahara is a very powerful force. So these are, Moshe Rabbeinu was making the point that we are distant from heaven. Not that we're close to heaven. And those three answers seem to be saying that, they're, that we're heavenly. So it seems to be saying the opposite of what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. Also, in the uh, in the first two answers, is also difficult. In addition to the question, the general question that we just asked, that it's not found in what Moshe Rabbeinu said, and it seems to be go to opposite of what he's saying. So, what are the other questions? In in regards to the first answer, does was by he answered that this, they answered that this is metaltalim, it's a movable object, and therefore the laws of Bametzra don't apply. Why is that? Is valdetam from dinner de Bametzra, the reason for Bametzra that the neighbor gets first dibs on the land, as Allah beta felt that Tzazam could have both of his fields alongside each other, 
is nitshayach b'amatalim, and that's something that doesn't apply to movable objects. Why not? V'amatalim kemen kaifin egetzandish. When bring it, because you don't have to buy this car. You can buy another car and bring it to your field, bring it to where you are. So that's the reason why b'ametzah doesn't apply to movable objects. The tam is nishayach b'tayra. But this reason doesn't really apply to Taira. Why? The Taira is Azachvos Meken Ergetz Anderschus Kriegen. Because what are you going to tell the angels? Go get a Taira somewhere else. There is no other Taira. This is the only Taira. So therefore, the reasoning of why Bar Mitzvah doesn't apply to movable objects doesn't apply to the, in the case of Taira. It's the only one that's available. And since they are neighbors, they should get it. So it doesn't really answer the, uh, the problem. In regards to the second answer that they give, the answer was that it's a gift, and a gift, the laws of uh, Bar Metzor don't apply to a gift. So in regards to Torah, we find three different expressions in regards to the status of Torah. One is Yerusha, that it's an inheritance. The estate, as the Pesach says, Torah Tzivalonu Moshe, Moshe gave us the Torah Meirasha as an inheritance to the Jewish people. Bays, we find another expression, Mechira, that it's sold. Hashem says to the Yidden, I sold you my Torah. So we see the expression of selling. Number three is Matana. The third expression is that it's a gift. As our sages tell us, Gimel Matana's Torah is there are three good gifts that Hashem gave to the Jewish people. Torah, one of them is Torah. And as we say in davening on Shvuas, man matan Torah the time that Hashem gave us the Torah, meaning as a gift, the matan from the word matana. So we do find the expression of matana, but we do also find sale or inheritance. These three different expressions, they express, they convey three different ways in which the Yidin have are related to Torah. What is the relationship between a Yid and Torah? As it's explained in different area, places in Chesidus, why there are three different expressions, it expresses three different ways in which Yidin relate to Torah. So since Torah is also described as something that was sold to the Yidin, so then there, it does apply. Bar Metzrah should apply to Torah. It was also sold to the Yidin. So therefore, how does that answer the fact that it's also considered to be a gift? How does that deflect the, uh, the position of the Malachim that, it, that they are the uh, rightful owners because they are the neighbor? Hey, there is another answer that is given. That this answer seems to fit with what the Gemara says. First, to explain it, we have to first explain what the commentators, the commentaries say. They say that the Malachim were specifically speaking about the esoteric area of Torah. Because the angels also know and understand that to the practical aspects of Torah, of keeping mitzvahs, they have no connection to that. They don't have the opportunity to keep mitzvahs. And therefore, their 
issue was with the esoteric area of Torah, Kabbalah, and so on. The, the, that is what they said is more, pertains more to us than to you. And since the Yidin were given the whole Torah, the whole package with all four areas of Pshat Remez Rush Said, including Said, and the Malachim only can they only have rights to one of the four. Is the Dinaz Macha Therefore, the another law in regards to Bametra is that if somebody sells all of his assets, everything, he sells it to one buyer. That asset includes fields all over, real estate all over the place, including this one field. So the neighbor of that one field can't come anymore and say, I want this one. He sold everything that he has to this person. It includes also this. And therefore, since the Malachim could not lay claim to the other areas of Torah, only to one section of Torah, therefore Hashem was giving the, Yidin, the whole Torah, includes also the Chelek Asayid, the esoteric parts of Torah, and therefore the Malachim can't lay claim to it. That's one, another answer. Oich is the Adin, there's another halacha in regards to Bar As Oiv der Metzren, if the neighbor, he needs it for further investment. He wants to expand his holdings. But the buyer, the purchaser, he needs it because he needs a job. He needs to feed his family. Over there also the laws of Bar don't apply the buyer has a more pressing need for this field than the neighbor who only needs it for further investment, and therefore the buyer gets to keep the field. So therefore in our case as well, the fact that the Yidin need Torah, that they are in desperate need of Torah. Well, Torah is the chayes from a yid name chayenu, because Torah is the very life of a yid, as the as it says kiheim chayenu. This is our life. When durch Torah is a yid when atzeres and yitzharah k'mayim razal, and it's only through the Torah that the yid is able to overcome his yitzharah, as our sages tell us. Barasi yitzharah, barasi le Torah tavlin. Hashem says, I created the yitzharah, but I created the antidote to the yitzharah, which is Torah. So therefore, a yid, if he has a yitzar, he's going to need, he desperately needs Torah. Mashenkim alochim, whereas on, on the other hand, the malochim, vos hobm gevolt chelek They only needed, they only wanted the esoteric part of Torah, and hobm nishkan And they don't have a yitzahara, when it is the salderach laravocha, that's similar to, they want to expand their horizons. They want another asset, another beautiful thing in their life, but it's not a desperate need for them. And therefore, the Yidin take precedence in receiving the Torah. But these, these answers can also be, uh, we, we have questions about that too. Those answers that Moshe Rabbeinu gave, were you a Mitzrayim? Do you do work? Do you do business? Do you have parents? That the Malachim are, are, have no connection to the practical aspect of Torah. The Malachim were well aware of this. This wasn't something new to them. The Malachim from They knew this from before. 
That's why they never asked for the pshat. They never asked for the practical aspect of Torah. They only asked for the esoteric part of Torah. When the emperor of them, as macha kol nechasav le'echad, les le'bar mishum dinah devar metzra, and therefore the answer, that when he sells his entire assets to one person, there is no law of bar metzra, other as Torah is the chayis for Yidin, or to say that Torah is essential to the Yidin, he doesn't in any way allude to any of this since this is the discussion why doesn't he allude to any of it he doesn't mention any of that at all and this although it's true that Moshe Rabbeinu did mention the idea of the Yetzirah Yez which one could say possibly that he was referring to this idea that the Yidin have a desperate need for it. But it doesn't seem so from the way he was speaking. The fact that he, this idea that the, the Yidin have a desperate need for it because they are in a constant battle with the Yetzirah is a husband of the Matzah that only describes the intensity of the fact that the, the Yidin have Yetzirah and it's a constant struggle. That's true. That is what it describes. But that's not what Moshe Rabbeinu seemed to be alluding to. But from the way that Moshe Rabbeinu answered, and the fact that he dwelled and said so many different details about it, he said, Do you work? Do you do business? Do you have parents? Those are not, that, those have nothing to do with the Yetzirah. Those are just describing the general situation is mashman from that it seems as the tshuva to the malachim is nishtazay mitzad from so it seems from there that Moshe Rabbeinu was not alluding to the constant struggle that a yid has with a yitzahara nor mitzadim kloluzdik in inyin but rather he was describing the general situation as chelik apshad that the malachim have no connection to the practical aspect of Torah if he was merely alluding to the fact that the Yidin have a desperate need for it because of the Yitzhahara, he only needed to mention the Yitzhahara, Yaj But the fact that he was saying that, do you, have, do you do business, do you do work, do you have parents, that means he was, he was telling the Malachim that they have no connection to the practical aspect of Torah. And since that's something that they knew, and that's why they didn't ask for the practical side of Torah, they only asked for the Chelek HaSayid, so then what is Moshe Rabbeinu answering them? Vav is the beer bazet. So the explanation is, the tachlus from Torah is vasal yada ved turgifid kavanas abriyah from the sabah because baruch alias leidir v'tachtainim. As was well known, the purpose of Torah is that through Torah we can fulfill the uh, original intent of Hashem, why He created the world in the first place, which is that He wanted a place, a dwelling place. He wanted a place to live in the lower worlds, in the lower realms. The Yadua, and it's known, the Diyah convert Dira, that uh, over here it says Dira, a, a living place. What is, why does it use that expression? That just like in the person's living space, that's where a person finds himself in his full personality. There's nothing, when you go other places, you have to conceal certain parts of yourself certain things about yourself you don't expose yourself outside amongst people in your home you're comfortable and you are who you are the way you are 
And that's how Hashem wanted to be able to express Himself fully. His full personality, Atzmus, His essence, should be able to be comfortable and fully expressed, fully revealed in the Tachtainim, in the lower realms. Like He lived there, as if He lived there. And that is accomplished through Torah. Because when you learn Torah, you capture the essence of Hashem. And when you, you bring it down into the world, and that's the essence of Hashem, is brought down into the world. And it's for this reason that the, the position of the Malachim, that they are the neighbor, falls away. Melts away. The din is because the halacha is as if the bametzra vil the sada of zriya und the lekeach of binyan bias. If the neighbor wants to use the field because he wants to plant, he has agricultural. Um, uh, he wants to use it for agriculture, but the purchaser of the land he wants to build a house on that land. Gitmin the sada tum lekeach. The the purchaser takes precedence. He wants a house. That takes precedence over a field. Because to live somewhere, to establish a living space, that comes first. The less law mishum dine bametzer, and therefore the laws of bametzer don't apply. Now that of zemin yoneinu. So similarly, in our situation, we bowed as the tachlos from teiras lasas leis baruch dira tachtainim bayis tachtainim. Since the purpose of teira is to make a house, a home for Hashem in this world what do they what do the angels want it not to build a house for Hashem to build a home for Hashem but the Yidin wanted to build a home for Hashem so therefore their needs take precedence and therefore the, uh, the Yidin get the Torah to build a home the Malachim have some other agenda they have some other plans for it not sure how to describe it exactly but it's not to build a home for Hashem and this is what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to them did you go to Mitzrayim do you do work do you do business what did he mean Teira is connected that's what Yidin do with Teira that they it's connected with how they live in the world in this physical world Bena Amim amongst the people, the reality of the world, Kina Yesh, there is there is jealousy, The reason that all of these things exist, that there is parents and that there is work and that there is business and there is Yetzar and there is uh, jealousy, is because that's the lower realm. That describes the lower realm. So Moshe Rabbeinu is describing the reason that the Yidin need the Torah is because they need to build a home for Hashem. Where? Where they live. In the Tachtainim, in the lowest of the lowest place. That's where Hashem wants His home. That's where they are. That's where they're going to build a house. That's why they need it. Zion. The fact that the, the, the Torah was not given to the Malachim is this Nishval the Elyanim Daphnishankum and Saddam Shachas Atmos Shal Yidea Torah. That's not to say that the, the uh, inhabitants of the upper realms, the angels and so on, they don't need 
to draw down the essence of Hashem. That's not true. They do. Because in the upper worlds, all that is that uh, that illuminates that place is not the essence of Hashem. It is only a an extension, a reflection, a ray or reflection of the greatness of Hashem, of the essence of Hashem. And those uh, reflections. And those uh, energies which come there are only something lower than the essence of Hashem. So they really do need, uh, they do need to bring forth the essence of Hashem as well. And it's through the Aveda of the Yidin down here in this world that they bring forth the essence of Hashem also to the upper worlds. In Gansayderishalshalus, by doing Torah mitzvahs down here, we also bring forth the essence of Hashem into every level of the what's called the is the evolutionary process of bringing godliness into the world. and as it's known, the the of them, as we know, the parable for this. That if you want to lift up a structure through what's called a lever, so I mean, you, you're able to lift it up, what do you have to do? You have to put the lever under the lowest part of that structure in order to lift up the entire structure. If you put the lever in the center of the structure, you're not, not going to end up lifting up the lower realms. Therefore, the lever has to be put at the very bottom. When you lift up the bottom, you lift up the entire structure, also the upper levels. So also, in order to lift up, in order to bring the essence of Hashem to the upper realms, you have to first start from the bottom. When you bring godliness, the essence of Hashem, to the bottom levels, you also lift up all the upper levels as well through that. And that's why Torah has to be given down to the lowest levels. And through this, by lifting up the lowest realm, it also lifts up all the upper realms alongside it at the same time. And this is also what Moshe was emphasizing. When he said, Is there jealousy amongst you? Is there Yetzirah amongst you? What he meant to bring out was that this we live, the Yidin live in the very lowest realm. That's the place where there is jealousy, where there is the Yitzhahara, things that you know nothing about. This is the lowest level. This is the place where in terms of the concealment of God's presence the low, that we live in that place, the place where there is the most concealment of godliness. That is not only concealment of godliness, it's all even full of negative forces. And therefore, that's where it has to begin. It has to start from down there, and this will also lift you up. So in other words, Moshe Rabbeinu was not saying, we want it, you're not going to have it. He was saying, we want it, we need it. It has to start there. But you will also benefit from it. That's how we're going to lift up the whole structure of Seder Shtal Shulis. Ches. It says, Abba Fartnish Muvin. 
but we still need to understand. Then in order to make a home for Hashem in the lower realm, you need the Torah down here. It doesn't take away what the, uh, the Malachim said, it doesn't deflect their uh, position of Dinah Dabar Metzra. Because Sav Sav Zayna Zaybnait Metzra, Zaybil Machna Dira Al Kapana Bel Yainim. Because in the end, in the end, they are the neighbors. They are the neighbors up there, and they also want to make a dira. They can't make a dira B'Tachtainim, they want to make a dira Bel Yainim in the upper realms, but they also want to build a place for Hashem. So we have to say as that that this idea of making a, a living space for Hashem to bring down the essence of Hashem cannot in any way be accomplished not even in those realms not even in the upper realms through the uh, word through the Aveda through the service of the Malachim they cannot create a dira. It's only through the Aveda of the, the Yidin in the lower realm. Only through that can you bring Atzmusai into the upper realms as well. But if the Malachim were to work on it, they can't do it, even not for their own place. Never mind for the lower realm, but not even for their own upper realm. The reason for this is the Kayach Atzmus was in this power of the essence of Hashem, which we find in Torah, can only be accessed by an Hashem that is found in the limitations, the limited place of the Tachtainim of the lower realms, of this, this world that we live in. The Neshama in an Oilem because the neshama comes down into a world which is filled with klipa, negative forces, which go against everything that Hashem stands for. And in their nidrikev oilam, and in this lowly world, is iloichem et niyetzara. The neshama does battle with the yetzara. Brech durch alalam is a state and breaks through all of these concealments. And is a mahapach mechshechel and transforms them from the darkness that they are to the light that is brought to them through Torah. Adas, and it's only this, the skafionis hapcha, the subduing of the negative forces, and then the transforming of the negative forces from klipas, shame negadabayamamish, which start out as opposition to Hashem. So an inyan shaktushem, we transform them into holiness, is an inyan shalishachus, that is something that brings, it's a completely new concept. To transform something from negative to positive is is the novel thing. That's what's trying to ha- what we're trying to make happen. That we take something that is sees itself as something independent from Hashem. And within the person, their own ego. And we turn it into ayin. We re- turn it back into rec- that it should recognize that it really has no self-independence. Uh, it's all part of Hashem. It really doesn't, it's nothing. It doesn't exist. And the true ability to make something new is only within the ability of the essence of Hashem. It's only the essence of Hashem that is truly able to bring about 
this kind of taking some, nothing and turning it into something. And therefore, in order to be able to take something and turn it into nothing is just as difficult as impossible. And it's only because we are connected to Atzmos that we are able to do this. And therefore, it's only the Atzmos that gives us the ability to take something that sees itself as independent and turn it into nothing, make it recognize that it truly doesn't exist. And so therefore, it's only in this world that there can be any access to bring about Atzmus. Because the Malachim don't have access to that at all. They don't deal with Ayin and Yesh. They don't have that whole uh, process. And therefore, they can create a Dira even in the upper realms. And a reference to this idea that the idea of Dira B'tachtonim is only through his chachos, through bringing about something new and novel, is also alluded to in Moshe Rabbeinu's answer, in the Taina of Eim Yashlochem, when he said, do you have parents? Why is that? Says Yedua, we know, as that Lada, that the concept of birth, of one human being giving birth to another, is a me'ein from the Yishachos, ma'ayin liyesh, is somewhat, has a certain similarity to the idea of what Hashem did when He created nothing, took nothing and created something, made it into something. And that's what happens when every child is born. And that's why that is only the it's only the infinite aspect of Hashem which gives a person the ability to be able to do this. And this, this, this ability doesn't exist by Malachim. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying when he spoke about the parents. That this ability to bring about something new, to become a parent, is only, only exists within the Shamas down here. That through their Avaida they can give birth, they can bring out something new spiritually as well we take things which are in their lower realm lowly, far from Hashem in the sense that they conceal godliness we turn them into and by turning the lower realms into it we also bring the same thing to all the upper realms as well we make it into a place a home for Hashem